The following is intended for mature audiences. It features adult content including frank discussions about sexuality as well as other challenging topics. Please make sure you're in the right headspace to listen. It's okay to tap out and come back. We'll be here. If you're ready, let's go. Hey, thanks for listening to King Punks. Uh, I'm here with August, and they are an excellent sex educator who I'm super honored to be collaborating with. Wow, thanks, Santos. I'm here with Santos, and uh, he has so much wisdom and experience around sexuality and gender. This is Kink Punks. We're radical sex educators who aim to provide holistic, ethical, kink-aware, pleasure-focused sex ed for trans-masculine and adjacent people. We want to have the conversations you might want to have about trauma-informed kink and other hot topics. We're here to support queer community in building confidence and honoring ourselves and each other. So let's really get into inspirational content here. Let's yeah. talk about who who's good in bed yeah, who, and how are they good in bed and... Yeah. What do we want to see? Yeah, oh, um, yeah. What do we want to see a good lover be in the future? Yeah, I mean, because I, in my mind, the first thing that it, it has to be a world without rape. Any sexual encounter has to be joyfully and thoroughly and meaningfully consensual. Yeah. So we're we're envisioning a yeah. world, the world that we would like to see. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. If if we're gonna project the world we want to see. Yeah, if we're if um, we're if we're, uh, if we're enacting revolution. Yeah, yeah. How to be good in bed? A revolutionary guide, right. or one of many, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I I think practicing decolonization has everything to do with it. So what yeah. what that means is um, body image, right? What are the standards that you're holding yourself and your partners to? How present are you while engaging with a partner be it sexual or not yeah i've sold reluctantly sold so many um numbing sprays and the with the idea of either making sex less painful or making sex uh last longer Mm -hmm. but what that does is it just takes people out of the equation they're just like i'm i'm going to do the thing for longer in the ways that i i expect that my partner wants Right. So how present are we? That's one of many ways we could be more present. Yeah. Understanding and acknowledging the things that make us uncomfortable and dysphoric Mm -hmm. and challenging them and or exploring them and Mm -hmm. also respecting where you're at. Yeah. Um, Like working with what you've got. Um, Yeah. You can only be where you are. You have to have some honesty with yourself about what your own issues are yeah and that requires that can require a great deal of courage and um i know that um in some of my earliest sexual encounters like i did not have clarity yet on how shaped i was by certain experiences Mm -hmm. and how much they impacted my capacity to connect with another human being Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, and like that's that stuff needs um, healing. Yeah, it needs healing attention. Absolutely. Yeah, in yeah. order for you to be able to 
pay attention to another person and yeah. to connect in a meaningful way. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, slightly off topic, but very much in the topic. Yeah. You and I are older than probably some of our audience members. Uh-huh. We'll, we'll be... Uh, uh, it's certain that you and I are going to be older That's right. than, than a lot of our audience members. And the thing about older folks often is this idea that younger folks don't know what's going on, that they're too soft. And and we've talked about this before yeah. outside of this. Yeah. Isn't the idea of progress related to other people, like future generations not suffering in the ways that you have? Yes. And if you begrudge someone for not suffering, that's just being jealous that they haven't gone through the things that you've gone through. And it's it's all about not having healed yourself. Yeah. And that's white Gen X shit. Like that is the worst thing about Gen X. Yeah. Just shitting on, on younger people who are pointing out what, what is painful, what is disrespectful, yeah. what is um what requires more sensitivity mm-hmm. than we've given it. I have nothing but gratitude for the times when I've been made aware of of my own like short-sightedness or the conditioning that I've been subjected to and how it's impacted me and um I don't ever want anyone to have to suffer like that and I, I for us to all be free yeah. for us to be free we have to all be free and yeah. that that doesn't mean um younger folks have to should have to go through the same bullshit yeah, no. that we went through yeah i would never wish that on anyone mm-hmm. that's why i said earlier that the 90s sucked <laughs> and i hate when people are like romanticize the era yeah i do like there, there's definitely things to be said about it, but um, romanticizing it is not one of those things. And I really, I find it really painful to see other people our age become rigid yeah. and want things to be like they were when they came out mm-hmm. or have like adopted an, a notion that was radical in the year 2000 mm-hmm. and is no longer radical. Right. And so several things. One, we're not saying that older folks or folks our age or older are all like this, right? Um, We're definitely saying that that is one way that age tends to sour people. People have have gotten old and tired and jaded since time immemorial. Right. And we have, you know, wished ill on youth because we haven't... We haven't unpacked our shit. Yeah. Yeah. to your to your point, you as you were saying, I was thinking, um, a revolutionary world that I want to live in is a world where we acknowledge that there are many ways to learn hard lessons. Right. You don't right. have to. You don't have to get dragged through the mud to learn a hard lesson. You can read a book. You can watch a podcast. Yeah. Uh, you can't watch a podcast. <laughs> you, well, if if it's on YouTube, you can. <laughs> but um, you can you can listen to a podcast. Hopefully, you can uh. Learn. You can you can listen or learn or infer, mm-hmm. um, and as 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 long as it's useful and you're communicating with people, that's helpful info. Yeah, and like honoring the ways, the many ways that people learn. Right. 
and right. communicate. I think, and is, what, what, like, and changing the culture, yeah, so that that's what we're passing on, yeah, not our bitterness about yes. the painful experiences that we had. Yeah, I think, like, you and I are very good at speaking with our words, right? Yeah, yeah, and and not everybody is, right, right. Um, I am neurodivergent in one way. And also I know people who are neurodivergent or neurodiverse or whatever in other ways Mm -hmm. um, who don't speak with their words exactly Mm -hmm. and who speak with their actions a lot more. Um, And I think that that like understanding that is also like understanding maybe not that specific. Well, yes, that specifically. Mm -hmm. And, um, factoring in um you know factoring in people's needs and uh styles yes yes you don't have to have a um masters in psychology no vocabulary to yeah. to deal with your shit and like when i'm when i'm like oh deal with your shit you know yeah. like you don't it doesn't mean you have to um in a position of like expertise yeah it's more to like wherever you're at yeah to have the courage to face things that are difficult yeah and really authentically encounter them yes rather than being rigid and guarded and trying to protect yourself from having to change because that's scary yeah yeah so 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 yes and also and also um well, like one hundred percent of that, right? So, so not just communication. Mm-hmm. And as you were speaking, I was thinking, um, so not just communication, but also what your body does. Yeah. Right. What your emotions do. Um, what you need. The emotions do your body, and your body does emotions. Mm-hmm. All right, great. We wanted to talk a little bit. There, there's something that you need to do in order to be good with. A partner and that's be good with yourself yes what I refer to for myself as solo Tantra Mm. is basically a practice of masturbation that is uh, just tuned in and aware of full body and breath and and pacing really you you know any masturbation could be tantric Mm it's not like a special skill set but it's sort of like a a self-aware masturbation like where you're you're doing this deliberately for a purpose or you have an intention with your masturbation it could be uh, like I know for myself since I started testosterone and uh, for me just note for our listeners who don't know us personally that it was much more recent mm-hmm. that I started testosterone and I've had to relearn mm-hmm. how to come mm-hmm. and relearn what feels good and um also so much gender dysphoria was wrapped up in that that i didn't even realize yeah until i started to that how dysphoric i was yeah was having an impact and i i always loved sex and i always loved orgasm and i always was able to come Mm -hmm. but it was it's like i had to completely recalibrate yeah shift things to things everything is shifting to a deeper level yeah of self-acceptance and and self-love. Yeah. Awesome. Well, several several questions. <clears throat> yes. Uh, first question. 
what do you mean by Tantra? What is Tantra? Or how do you think of Tantra? Okay. This is yeah. a better question. Yeah, yeah. I feel like answering Yeah, that that's question. like, what is art? <laughs> <laughs> what, how, how do you think of Tantra and or how do you practice Tantra? What, is that, right. what does solo Tantra mean to you? It's taking a sacred approach to sexuality mm -hmm. and being deliberate mm -hmm. about what orgasm can accomplish in terms of like your intentions mm -hmm. and your emotional state and your mindset. Having an orgasm can be like a, a emotional reset mm -hmm. or a physical reset or um, it can be practiced to if you want to, um, if you're having trouble falling asleep, mm -hmm. an orgasm can help. And if you're having trouble staying awake, a different kind of orgasm can help. Mm -hmm. And there, there are there are many different things that you can you can sort of put your intention to accomplish with that that orgasm or that practice of touch, even mm -hmm. if it's a non-orgasmic. And I don't want to send overly center orgasm. Yeah. What I mean is. Um, the intention can be to get to know your body better. Yeah. The intention can be to remember a really good time and fantasize about it. Mm -hmm. On the other hand, I have always loved to jerk off and calling it solo Tantra to me is fun. Yeah. That's <laughs> well, okay. Yeah. So, so two things, one you describing solo Tantra sounds to me like a intentional, mm -hmm. um, be cathartic. Mm hmm. Yeah. So let's just say A, intentional, and B, cathartic. Right. Um, so that sounds amazing. Cool. And possibly, like, transformative. Yeah. And and I think that we, like, this could be a topic we talk about on another episode, sure. too. Because yeah. there's more to say about it. And Absolutely. I And I, I don't know that I've kept, what, I, if I've captured much here. Um, the yeah. Breath work is a really big part. For sure. And, um, like, just breathing through your orgasm instead yeah. of holding your breath mm -hmm. can create a huge shift can yeah. create a profound shift in your experience yeah so that kind of thing yeah we're several things mm -hmm. one you're mentioning certain changes that happen as one is beginning testosterone yes um i know that i had to relearn how to jerk off the I had, and i had to relearn it several times yeah the like the physical hand movement that I did. As a matter of fact, it was just a finger movement in the beginning, mm -hmm. right before testosterone, and then it somehow evolved into a whole hand movement. Mm -hmm. And then, and it's different for everybody because everybody has you know different dicks and different preferences. And also, I recently did one course of topical testosterone specifically to grow my dick. Mm -hmm. And then that also changed how I masturbate. Cool. So that's, you know, those are like physical changes. Yeah. In terms like that relate to growth. And also being present in masturbation is really interesting um, in terms of like, and this is the thing, like I consider myself like somewhat experienced, like fairly experienced and uh, like I get to have lots of fun adventures but i mm -hmm. also don't like when i when i jerk off i just want to come yes so i haven't i i tend not to be super present in my masturbation yeah and i recently was like well like i it was like a whole thing where long story short i was like touching my body 
and being really focused with my body mm-hmm. and being really focused with also with really um, like obscene fantasies. Mm-hmm. And it's also worth mentioning that like fantasy, when you understand it as fantasy, mm-hmm. it's in my opinion, anything goes, you know, it, you can, you can have a, a really wonderful romantic fantasy and you can have a really fucked up fantasy yeah, and our brains do lots of interesting things. Sometimes engaging with the things that you're holding back, um, and just shining a light on it, letting it happen, letting it exist, exist. Yeah. Instead of just pushing it down, um, and accepting that maybe for right now, I have a need to fuck a jar of mayonnaise, and I want to. I want to imagine that. Yep. And just saying, okay, that's that's what I want to do right now. Um, and you know, maybe in a year you might not have that fantasy. Right. And, or maybe like you think about it and you, um, you know, you jack off through it until suddenly you kind of understand what it's about. And then it's not about, you know, fucking the jar of mayonnaise. It's about the feeling of slickness or something like that. Or, you know, whatever it is, like I find that my fantasies and my fetishes at least, are usually about engaging something that that fantasy unlocks. Hmm. This is also another topic, but I tend to be a generalist in terms of kink. Yeah. Um, and that's because my kink, my kinks are more about like I, I sometimes say that my kink is catharsis. Mm-hmm. Like, and some people are like, "Oh, I like rope. I like feet. You know, blah blah blah." Yeah. And I do. I I do. Yeah. Um, but like my, my main kink is like, you know, kind of getting to a place, um, you know, so, uh, that's different <laughs> from what we were talking about. But uh, it's actually similar too, because oh yeah? the, the tantric, um, masturbation would be about, um, having it being in an altered state mm. and, um, yeah. like a, a, a state of consciousness yeah. that, that, that you can go into, yeah. um, for reasons of healing mm-hmm. or just because uh, I think about the, I think of um, Barbara Corrales with this, with the, just the title of the book, Ecstasy is Necessary. Mm-hmm. This is part of our human experience. Yeah. You know, um, tapping into that. And, and it's, it's part of our, our, our birthright as a human being to become, you know, to liberate ourselves mm-hmm. from, um, from history yeah you know and yeah. and uh and uh masturbation can be very liberating and yeah. and also there are times when you just want to get off and like that's what i mean like, in contrast to yeah what would be like a deliberative masturbation practice <gasps> and of course there's there's nothing wrong with that like that's yeah. like, that's totally how many of us masturbate and i have orgasms like that too where you're yeah. just like i just really need to come yeah and I think um, when I was suffering from like a really diminished libido, mm-hmm. um, I uh, I didn't even feel that way. Yeah. So yeah, like there, there's um, there's just a lot that goes into masturbation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I I um, for for me, uh, 
I guess we're talking about masturbation for a second, right? Um, and we'll we'll get into fantasy, or we're we're or kind we, of talking about it all. Yeah, no, it's like what's in your brain when you're jerking off, yeah. or when you're having sex. Yeah, true. With a partner or partners. Yeah. Right. Um, true. And how does that make you good in bed? How does that make you good in bed? True. Um, I. I I think it's interesting that you were talking about what um like what it's like like different like being in an altered state mm-hmm. um because I know that like the sex that I have out of scene and sometimes I don't even have sex in a scene if I'm doing like specifically like a BDSM scene mm-hmm. um but the experiences that I'm having in scene are all very intentional and controlled as much as they can be yeah um and um you know i did i did a scene that was all sensation um with my sub uh who you know experiences he's he's neurodivergent and experiences the world very differently so it was all about sensory Mm -hmm. like you know unwrapping um the sound of unwrapping like uh uh the sound of unwrapping, um, like, uh, the sound of unwrapping pallet wrap, you know, was a factor. The sound, the 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 sound of um, how the fall sound as you're as you're waving them in the air, you know, it's like sort of like if, if rain were made of leather, you know, those kinds of things. Um, and that's one way, like paying attention. And you're talking about intentionality, like there's many ways to be intentional and kink. It can be like, follow the rules, Mm -hmm. you know, there's protocol and that's uh, one way of, that I love of uh, engaging in intention and also like detail. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, detail. So delicious. Um, So yeah. So detail is definitely a thing that I, when I'm, uh, when I am very linked in with a partner, I'm noticing their breathing mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm noticing little movements of their body, et cetera. Um, and I won't say that like that kind of sex or engagement is the best, right? Cause there's lots of different things and there's no point in categorizing be- yeah. better or worse. Um, but I, I do feel a certain kind of special fulfillment from something that sounds similar to what you're describing as tantric tantric yeah i think we we are um using slightly different language to talk about some very similar things yeah and um what what came up for me when you were were talking was just the attention to all the senses yeah and um that sensory experience sounds fantastic and and like that we can all have our own version yeah of that where it's like um Tapping into our senses puts us in our body, yeah, which leads to, which can lead to a more pleasurable experience or yeah. a more pleasurable encounter. Yeah. So maybe one one idea for fantasy or one like maybe one little prompt mm-hmm. might be how can you weave yourself into a state such as that? Yeah. Yeah. You know your suggestions for. Um, for uh breath mm-hmm. are really excellent um i know people myself included who respond really intensely to like asmr yeah so like 
you know, how can you like how can you engage with that sort of thing? How can it's like altered states can be like hypnotic in a certain way. Yeah. And I mean, hypnosis is the we can have a whole we can we can have a yes, whole yes we can <laughs> episode on and hypnosis. I would I would like to hear that episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Danger, you may be hypnotized. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, Never without consent. But, um, but yeah, uh, just how, how can we weave ourselves into these, into these states is one, one idea. Um, Mm -hmm. I think another, another thing is like being bold, Hmm. right? Like, like having, having the audacity to, like when you think of like when I think of kink, I think of like or like leather, right? I think of like a certain image of like leather clad people, um, perhaps like at a dungeon, etc. Which isn't a thing that one has to do. Yeah. But I think that the idea behind that is that's an image of boldness. And what can what can boldness look like for you? And sheer boldness can be a turn on. Yeah. So like, you know, that can be just being really crude, you know, with yourself, with your fantasies, with a partner. Um, You know, it can, it can be asking for exactly what you want, Mm -hmm. you know, saying, I want you to touch me here in this way. You know, or asking, you know, will you please? <laughs> right. Because um, a lot of us haven't asked. That's correct. Yeah, and it can even if we've even if we've asked, even if we have asked before. Yeah. Asking for something new or different can be challenging. I know that that's right. a challenge I have. You have to believe that you have the right to ask for what you're asking for. Yeah. And uh, that that can be really challenging if what you're asking for is not is unconventional or. Yeah. Um, unexpected yeah yeah or if other people have said that's ridiculous or yes, i don't want to yes. do that who does that right right or um i i was thinking about the things you were saying about the environment mm-hmm. that you want to um have sex in yeah and um the i had i i had a a moment of like having a fear of being too high maintenance. Yeah. Oh being yeah. Like, Oh, you're just too high maintenance. Like you need all these, you need everything to be perfect. Yeah. For you. Like, yeah. And, um, yeah, I need to take that one home and think yeah. about it. Yeah. I mean, we all do. We yeah. all do. Yeah, we do. I mean like my, in my dynamic, uh, I am a dom to a service submissive, which is to say that I take up at least 51% of the dynamic. Right. Yeah. So I take up my half mm-hmm. plus at least making the rules. Yeah. Right. Um, and then there's other things like what are my needs right then? And my sub agrees to generally fulfill my needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and he gets a lot of pleasure out of that. And also there may be specific things that I want even within that. So that's a lot of space. Um and that's a lot of space that I am that me personally in my dynamic, I'm still like figuring out how to do within myself. I mean, um, you know, we we all what what I'm what I mean to say is I feel somewhat practiced in this. And also, it's still a challenge 
to take up space. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So I, I'm I'm not saying this to gloat. I'm just saying. No, it's like it, it's like you can acknowledge that I, uh, you, we might have done things that are awesome, but it required a great deal of courage, and it would require a great deal of courage to do them again. Yeah, it's, it's a continual practice. Yeah, it it never becomes like. Um, be like okay i'm ready to i'm willing to be uncomfortable yeah yeah i i think i think of this as like when i talk to like a lot of people who are like talk to you or like comment online etc cetera, etc cetera, mm-hmm. like people who are like younger or newer in the practice of just engaging with themselves sexually yeah or a renewed practice often because of transition yeah um like how it it's a it's a paradigm shift so how do we how do we engage with the things that we already know from this new angle and you know those are things that i think about a lot and i i feel like those are things that you think about yeah um so like um yeah like just giving as you said like giving yourself permission mm-hmm. um you know to 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 re-explore and you're, you know, I guess we're all human beings. Every day is a new day. Yeah. Um, you know, we we face, even if it's an old challenge, we face it the same way yes. every time. Yes. And it's not a permanent, um, it's not a permanent challenge. Like it, it changes, it, it'll change. Yeah. Like because everything will. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um. So yeah, I guess we can envision a future where we are um we can envision a future where we are heartened by our own desires and mm-hmm. inspired. Yeah, and that that um you have the courage to consider what you want and to ask for it and while that may never be easy it becomes um it it becomes you it's no longer um in like activating yeah. your fight flight or shut down kind of response yeah you know, you're actually able to talk through it without shutting down it's, it's, or freaking out and leaving it's factored in yeah 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 or like you've just become more practiced at it mm-hmm. and um the more you do it um as I said, it doesn't. I I want to get away from being like, oh, it'll get easier no. because that's that's not what we're talking about here. Like these are hard things. Yeah, and you can do them. Yeah, and you can tolerate the hardness. Yeah, you will. Not, it will not. Um, it's not going to kill you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yes. So that's very well said. I feel like there are so many things that you've said today that I'm just like, oh, that's amazing, and then I'm like, but I don't want to forget my point. Um, <laughs> no, don't, so, don't forget your point. Yeah, no, um, no, but I, I don't mean to make that about me. I mean to say I really appreciate all of the uh, all the insights that you're you're bringing. I'm I'm so grateful to like be having these conversations oh, with you. I feel so much the same way. Thank you very much. Thank you for listening to Kink Punks. Be kind. Be fierce. Respect boundaries, including your own. Do whatever the fuck you want.